0: Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self care, self love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Today's riff is Are You On the Right Train? Riding on the Urge. These episodes feature people who are doing their thing. They follow their heart and their passion and they create how they want, what they want, when they want, and they are riding on the right train. Today's spotlight is Kimberly Sumter. Thank you so much for being here. You are my first. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie, for having me as your first guest. I am talking, y'all, with Kimberly Sumter and Miss Kimberly. I call her Kimmy, y'all, but anyway, yes. I'll be a little bit more formal. Miss Kimberly. No,
1: Kimmy, Kimmy. That means we're friends if you call me
0: Kimmy. Okay, well, Kimmy. Okay. Talk about who you are. Where are you from? I am a
1: native of Jersey City, New Jersey. Born and raised. Moved to Texas when I went to college.
0: Mm I went to Prairie View A&M University. That was back in the 80s. 1986. Oh, see, now that's when you know you own yourself, when you can say what year you went to school. I'm so glad to be alive right now. I don't even worry about the fact that I am... 50
1: yes I'm dating myself but I'm okay
0: no with no that, no you no know? you're claiming yourself you are a mature doll every year that you've been on the planet you're claiming and I'm with you on that I agree with that so. All right so when you went to school what were you pursuing so I was actually a special ed major I started oh, wow. off in special
1: ed um, wanted to work with young adults particularly adults who were dealing uh, who had Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. and I went on a field trip with my class in college, we went to a state school in Texas, and I cried the entire trip. I cried because I felt so sorry for the people that I would at some point be teaching or caring for, and my professor pulled me over to the side (laughs) after that trip, and she told me I needed to change my major. Wow. And I did. I wow. changed my major to communications.
0: Okay. So did you see yourself being in communications for your whole life? You know, I don't think
1: so. Mm. And, and and the reason why I actually changed it to communications was because while I was at Prairie View, I had visited uh, the campus radio station with my roommate. Um, She knew the DJ who was on air and he invited her up to the radio station and I went with her. And when I went inside, it was like I was in, it was, I found my calling. It was so crazy. Like every part of what was there. Intrigued me from the cassette tapes to you know all the old school reels and all that kind yeah, of stuff, the yeah. microphone, all that. That was just so amazing to me. So wow. at that point, you know, I didn't think I was going to be a DJ, I didn't think mm. I was ever really going to go into that, but it was mm. something that always stuck in my head and that. I think that was the defining moment for me. I didn't yeah. realize
0: it at the time, uh-huh. but that became the Wow. The you ended up working in radio. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So I was in Houston,
1: and I went to a, I think I went to some type of event. It may have been like a club event or something, or something like that. And the mm-hmm. local radio station, the hot radio station, was there broadcasting live. And um, I went up to one of the DJs and I told him I'm really interested in radio. Like, how do you get into this industry? Yeah. And he was really cool. He was really nice. And he gave me his number. um, And it was straight professional. Okay. Which is unheard of, right? True. Um, So he gave me his number and he connected me actually to a college radio station.
0: And they ah. were looking for
1: a "quote unquote" kind of midday girl. It was only one out It was only a one-hour show. It was called Simply Soft, and they were looking for a female voice um, to do the one-hour show. And it was a slow jam show. And I got the gig. So that was my very first opportunity to kind of crack open the mic and be on the radio. So that wow. was for KCSUFM. Had you had any training? I had no training. Wow. That's where I got all my training. All I had awesome. was, I don't even know if I even had a voice back then. All I wanted, all I had was really a desire to want to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the opportunities just kind of kept coming a little bit. And yeah. I was really put in place with a lot of really great people who along the way helped me.
0: To, That's what happens you know, when you're riding on that right train. Yeah nice 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 so I'm gonna jump a little bit I'm gonna fast forward mm-hmm. so you were born in Jersey you went to school in Houston and then you ended up coming back to Jersey City I did now I have to tell y'all this Kimmy quit her job she quit her job she quit her June job Kimmy the quit 7, her job 2019 so now give a little background to what was going on you also had something that you were pursuing outside of work right 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 and that is my candle company Mm -hmm. i love
1: candles and i love candle making um i actually quit the job because um and i don't want to say i quit the job i don't want to say it like that but i decided that it was time for me to move on and walk away from a nine to five and Mm -hmm. pursue the things that made me happy well say that again please I decided to pursue <laughs> the things that were going to make me happy. And I think I really mm-hmm. had a shift when I turned 50. Mm-hmm. There was really a shift in my mind and my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things transpired last year. You know, my fiance's mom passed away. Mm-hmm. Going through that process of seeing somebody who's really vibrant and then and being the matriarch of the family and right. getting sick and going downhill so fast Mm. and life-changing so fast. Mm. It really helped me to put things in perspective. Right. And she lived a a beautiful, full life. She had lots of love around her and family around her. Mm -hmm. But it just really made me feel like... I can't wait anymore. I can't waste any more time doing the things that I know do not fulfill me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that was one of the reasons why making that decision became a little bit easier because I felt like at that point, it wasn't a decision that I was making. It was a decision that the universe had
0: made for me that I could no longer be at this job. You know, and that happens. There's something that is burning within you. You may not know what it is, but you know that what you're doing is not working. Right. The longer you sit there, things happen that end up forcing you out right. one right. way or the other. Because you're, it's almost like the universe is going, okay, girl, I'm going to help you. So and <laughs> and talk about you talk along this, your way. You yes. and I have had so many conversations
1: about... How unhappy I was. Yes. You know, and and my job. And let me just say this I am very grateful and thankful for the employment that I Mm had. And I always wanted to have gratitude about that yeah you know and not begrudgingly get up in the morning I hate this job mm-hmm. and, because there are so many people that don't have work mm-hmm. and me working even though it wasn't the ideal situation for me or where I ultimately wanted to be it allowed me to really be able to pursue my passion as well right so for that I'm grateful for that right but when the time came um, and I made the decision that I no longer wanted to be there it was so difficult sitting at my desk and concentrating. I couldn't concentrate mm-hmm. anymore. I couldn't concentrate on my job. Um, I would did. get text
0: messages from her. Was, I'm crazy at my job. I'm
1: losing <laughs> my mind. Like I, all I could think candle making and podcasting.
0: When I met you, it was that we were vending we were vending an event you were selling your candles and let me tell y'all something y'all want to get you some wax candy candles i'm gonna tell you right now because those candles are the bomb diggity and if you like to be able to actually smell the candle that you're burning you want to check out waxcandy.com i'm telling you you. thank you yeah no it's it's like you know it's true now I, i meet you we're both vending, mm-hmm. you've got your candles. We we meet and then we go separately, mm-hmm. you know? And then we end up meeting again, what, about a year later? Yeah, a year later at another event, at another vending event. So it was a chance
1: meeting. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I may have come over to you or vice versa. Yeah, I was at your table. Right, and we were just <laughs> talking about, oh, yeah, I remember you from last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but when we met initially, I saw a ring. That you bought that I ring. Loved. No, you gave it to me. Oh, you gave me the ring. I gave you the ring? You gave it to me. I believe I oh, purchased wow. one. I yes. purchased one, but then um, there was another one that you felt, I guess your energy, your spirit told you that you needed to give this to me because yeah. I needed it. And you gave me that ring. And I thought that was so amazing. I was oh like, my oh gosh. my gosh.
0: When things are meant to be, they're meant to be. And if there are signs along your way, pay attention. You may not be able to figure out why or how it fits, but trust me, you see the sign, it will fit, you will figure it out some kind of way. Because the thing about this woman that I'm sitting here talking to is, okay, we we meet, as I said, at at an event. I like her instantly, like her instantly, warm um, personality. See her a year later and we're at this event and we're both like ah. In that moment I knew that we were going to be friends, like sister friends. And so you just never know what's going to fall in your path and to pay attention. You have to pay attention. You know, because the the thing about this this story that we're sharing with you is I know what she, some of your struggles when you were, because okay, you were working another job before the job you just left. Right. And she wasn't happy then either, y'all. She wasn't happy then. You had started doing the candle making parties by that point? I had
1: already been doing the candle making uh, parties, but just to back up on the last job, the, mm-hmm. not, the, not the job that I left, just left, right. but the job prior to that, mm-hmm. I actually made the decision last year that I was leaving the nine to five. I
0: resigned and then I got scared and then I got another job Yay. So we are presented with everything that we think we're presented with our fears. we're presented with our desires and our intentions because you' fo- you're paying you're putting your focus into those things. So you resigned from the job in Newport. Mm-hmm. You were fearful because we, t- we were talking about that mm-hmm. and then you get offered basically brought into this other job. Yes. And, and you had mixed feelings about it. Yes. The commute was
1: horrendous, um, and these were probably all the signs. Mm-hmm. Um, the commute was terrible. I think the first couple of weeks before I was able to kind of maneuver myself around and find a different route to take home, it was taking me two and a half hours to get home in traffic. <laughs> Um, it was horrible. It was yeah. it was horrible. So I was dealing with that, and then I enjoyed the people that I worked with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were great people, but the job in and of itself was something that I just did not like. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the job, mm-hmm. and I could not wrap my ha- my head around. Um, going there each and every day, sitting at a desk, Mm. staring at my computer, and knowing that this is not my purpose. There has to be something, you know, and here's Mm. the thing about it. A lot of people are in that situation, and they don't know what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. I clearly knew what my purpose was, so I'm very grateful for that.
0: Yes, and I want to interject here. If you don't know what your purpose is, Sometimes you have to step out on faith and leave the thing that you know is not serving you to in order to realize what your purpose is. And sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes you have to try a lot of different things, but the most important thing in life is to be happy and to create the, that happiness in your life and the peace in your life. That's that's foremost. What mental toxins did you have to address to get out of your own way, to say, I'm doing this? because. I knew when I went to the
1: the last job Mm -hmm. that I I, um, was employed at, I knew then it was not the right place. Mm
0: -hmm. I knew
1: walking into it that this wasn't going to last long for me. I didn't know exactly how long I would be there. I didn't know exactly how I was going to kind of maneuver myself
0: out of Mm -hmm. being there. But I was miserable. Do you think that the... The unsureness of it in terms of a path out, did that play
1: with you a little bit in terms of fears? It wasn't wasn't the path out because I knew exactly what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. if I could get from point A to Z, right? Mm -hmm. But the fear was, am I going to be able to be successful Mm -hmm. am I going to be able to make ends meet Mm -hmm. and then I also wanted to make sure like for me it was important for me I'm in a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. who has been so supportive of me and of every single thing venture that I've done he has been one million percent supportive and I felt the responsibility to Mm -hmm. that you know to the fact that I didn't want him to have to worry. Mm -hmm. And at the time that I started my job was around the time that his mother was really, really getting ill. So it wasn't, so it was a lot of stress Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways because of everything that was happening around me. And I felt that I needed to be responsible and I needed to not add to the pressures or Mm -hmm. the stress of what's happening. You know, within my relationship, within our family and all of that. But again, I think at some point, getting up in the morning was beginning to depress me. Wow. It was beginning to make me feel a way that I have not felt before mm. and there have been times that I've gone to work and I'm like oh I just don't want to go I'd rather be at home making candles you know. Mm-hmm. And you have that and you say those things and I meant those things but it was never to a point where I felt like it was really messing with my head what was the turning point? the turning point was sitting at the desk and not being able to concentrate and wow. knowing that I am here for a purpose mm-hmm but i can't fulfill that purpose because i can't focus Mm -hmm. and my focus was um how long i'm going to be in traffic when i
0: leave here Mm. my
1: focus was um this pile of work that's on my desk that's never ending Mm. it was also thinking of all of the things that i wanted to do and to create Mm -hmm and all the time in my day between the commute actually being at work for eight hours a day all the time wasted in the day that I was doing something that I wasn't purposed to do
0: That's so big one.
1: that is and that was constant that wasn't something that I thought about once or twice this was something that I was thinking every single day every single day waking up in the morning getting in my car driving to work getting wow. to work being at work getting in my car to come home oh my goodness. getting home and preparing myself for the next day that was all i constantly thought about and that's what i knew i had to leave
0: you know the the thing about what you were just describing I know that a lot of people are going through this day in and day out, Mm -hmm. year after year after year after year. And the thing that we don't really pay a lot of attention to until you're sick, Mm -hmm. is that this takes a toll on you physically and spiritually and emotionally and mentally. That kind of grind takes a toll on you. Yes, you know, there are environmental and dietary causes to disease. I, in my opinion, and I'm not a doctor, I think that our mental stress, your body breaks down so that you cannot fight against whatever toxins you're you're putting in your your body from the food you're eating or uh, fight against whatever's in your environment because you're already beat down from um, spending the greater part of your day doing stuff you don't want to do. Exactly. And that's why I ended up in the emergency room remember yes yes
1: the first week i started working um at that job the fifth day in i was sick i had to they had to send me to an on-site doctor so that i could get checked out i couldn't stop coughing and sneezing and i was just so sick had a sore throat all of that um, so within the first week, first seven days, I was already out because I was sick. Right. And then in January, I was sitting at my desk and I was sitting and suffering in silence because I thought, I cannot tell them I'm sick again. You know, I just started <laughs> this job wow. and I sat at my desk and I was in pain, like I was in agony and pain. And I clocked out at 4 o'clock and I walked straight over to the emergency room and they were like, are you serious right now? Like, like you should have been here so much earlier. So, it was... And I really felt as though, for the first time, that the stress mm-hmm. was getting to me. It was really beginning to get to me physically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I also feel like i i wasn't taking care of myself either mm. I was on such a really weird cycle where I wasn't getting enough sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, I was worried. It was just really crazy. I was really worried about, okay, I've got to be up in the morning. You know, my alarm clock goes off at 5 a.m. Some nights I wouldn't go to sleep until 1 in the morning. You know, it was just a really, really, really bad cycle. And a lot of that really stemmed from just me not being happy with Mm -hmm. where I was. Right, right. And when you and I have had many conversations (laughs) about, you know, stepping out on faith and, you know, maybe you should consider leaving your job, Mm -hmm. you know, but of course we talked about this in a responsible way with making sure that you're covered, you're saving your money, you're Mm -hmm. doing all those things to set those things in place. But um, I had got finally to that point where I was driving to work one day and I said, this is it. The fear finally just Mm -hmm. left me. I called Craig, my sweetheart, and I said, this is what's going to happen.
0: I love it. Not this is what I think should happen. This is what's going to no, happen. This is what's going to happen. is how we doing this.
1: <laughs> and I said, you trust me? Hmm. He said, yes. I said that, um, you know, I would not leave this job or leave us in a situation where you would have to worry or struggle or anything like that Mm -hmm. before i could even finish telling him what he said to me was i can cover the rent and that just made me just love him so much more in that moment because i wasn't gonna hit him with we're gonna have to struggle because i'd already figured those things out Mm -hmm. and um and that's just really speaks to how supportive he's always been Mm -hmm. even in that moment where he really didn't have time to process what I was saying to him mm-hmm. because it wasn't really and it wasn't an ultimatum in a bad way it mm-hmm. was really just an ultimatum in the way that he needed to understand from me that I could not
0: continue to do this mm-hmm. because it
1: wasn't it wasn't good for me,
0: and he had to know you were you were miserable, and he knew. Yeah, and he knew, and he worried about me. You
1: know, snowstorms and all kinds of things. Like if you were in Jersey, if you have to, if you work ten minutes away, it's a headache. Mm-hmm. But working an hour and a half away and and traveling in those kinds of conditions and being up early in the morning and right. all of that stuff—that's you know—he understood all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, wow. So yeah, and once I made that decision, Jackie, to be really honest with you. For a minute, I was like, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> and then after that,
1: I knew everything was going to be fine.
0: The key. Yeah. Knowing that it's going to be fine. Because we, we, you know, we have all these doubts because mm-hmm. we can't see clearly. And sometimes that's part of the lesson. Right. Not being able to see clearly, but to know you're going to be okay. Right. And that's called faith. And that's called trust. And that's called intention. Right. You know, you got to have those things. So you make candles but there's something else you got going on too. So I am now officially a
1: podcaster because I had completed Ooh. episode number 10. Oh that's fantastic yes. last night so I'm happy about that but yes. that is you know it's really funny because candle making uh, for me is a beautiful therapeutic art mm-hmm. you know uh, candle making is is so far beyond. What most people may think of candles, you know, in your mind. For me, it is something that calms me. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the entire process of candle making. Just everything about it, I absolutely love. Um, Even down to teaching the art of candle making Mm -hmm. to other people. Um, But equally the same, I feel the same way now about podcasting. And because I loved being in the radio broadcasting industry. I loved it. Podcasting allows me to express myself Mm -hmm. without a boss over me, Mm -hmm. without pushing someone else's agenda. It is exactly what I want to say, when I want to say it, how I want to say it, and Mm -hmm. who I want to say it to. Mm -hmm. So that is another thing that I am pursuing and I love.
0: You know, the thing that you you can't see is how her face lights up when she talks about candle making and and podcasting. There's a a glow. And when you're doing what you love, you're glowing. You're glowing because, you you know, it doesn't mean that you don't have challenges. Of course you do. But you are free. That's what I thought about when you quit your job. I was like, Kimmy's free. Kimmy is free.
1: And I have to keep remembering that I don't have to prepare myself Sunday for Monday. Mm. You know what I mean? Because now it's like, oh, I don't have to drive to work uh-huh. on Monday. Um, but what I'm doing now is is I am in a co-working space and mm. I have a production space for the candles that I share with two other creative entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about 15 minutes from home, Monday. Will actually be the first day that I set my new schedule in place because what I wanted oh, to man, do nice. was I wanted to treat my working for myself, mm-hmm. um, have structure around mm-hmm. it. So not a, okay, I'm going to sleep till 10 today and get up and do a little work and then watch some Maury Povich. I don't even know if he still comes on television, but, but anyway, I just wanted to make sure that I stayed on a schedule Mm -hmm. and I'm being very committed to this process Mm -hmm. and I'm respecting myself with what I need to be doing as a small business owner, as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur And the one thing is, is that if I can wake up every single day and be on time for someone else's dream, I can definitely do that for my own.
0: So, what do you envision for your future? uh, Speaking to the universe.
1: So, (laughs) there are a couple of things I want to do. Um, One is, I I want to continue teaching classes. Mm -hmm. I love sharing the art of candle making with, with people. That definitely I want to do. I also love the idea of doing company branding with my candles. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to do the conventional, you know, I will have candles on the shelf in in our shop, mm-hmm. but I want to do something a little bit different. I want to talk to companies who need different options with different types of branding and branded materials and, and, and have the candles as something that can be an option for them oh, um, nice. so I'm looking at sororities and fraternities yes. and schools and things like that so having a client base mm-hmm. um, that I'm providing uh, custom branded candles for mm-hmm. so that's that's what I want I want that the next thing I want is, is to be able to reach the woman That is meant to hear my podcast. Mm -hmm. um, To really touch lives. To make a difference. To -hmm. make someone think. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to be able to monetize that podcast. Mm -hmm. But I want to do it in a way that allows me to stay true to myself. And true to my message. Mm -hmm. So I don't want it to be riddled with a bunch of different sponsors and commercials and Mm -hmm. all of those things just for the sake of Mm -hmm. I want things to really be in line and in order Mm -hmm. Um, and I do want to continue to do that and those are the two things that my heart, those are my heart's desires and those are the things that I want to do, that I'm going to continue to do, that I feel that I'm blessed to do Mm -hmm. and I don't take it for granted that I have found my passion Mm -hmm. because there are people who live their lives and die at the age of 100 and they have lived for other people yes they have lived working a 9 to 5 yes they have not experienced or explored anything that made them happy or feel at peace. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful that I found
0: those things. Yeah. So. If- and you didn't need to be given permission exactly. because that's what people, some pe- people, uh, you know, think about. I have to have permission to do this. Uh, I have to have permission to feel the way that I'm feeling. And um, your story is beautiful because it's, not you waiting for anybody to tell you oh, it's okay, you're sanctioned, and then put, you know, hit you with the wand. So please tell the people where they can find you, where can we get your candles, where can we hear your podcast, the name of your podcast. Okay, all right, so let's
1: start with the candle company. The name of the candle company is Wax Candy, and that's candy with a K, so that's W-A-X-K-A-N-D-Y. The website is waxcandy.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything is at wax candy um the podcast is called the sisters connect podcast and it is really a podcast dedicated to my friendships um the women that i interview it's an interview-based podcast all the women that i interview are close personal friends um, that i feel have inspiring amazing beautiful stories that i'd like to share with other women in the universe Um, for those who may not have the types of friendships that I've been blessed enough to have I'm kind of sharing my friends with them. So that's basically what it is. Um, So, the Sisters Connect podcast, and of course, Jackie is episode number one, Ah! one of the fan favorites. Um, And we sat right here at this table, and we We recorded that podcast episode in January. So, that is so crazy. Um, (laughs) But you can find me um, at sistersconnect.com, and that's S I -S S T A H S Connect. Dot com. You can also find uh, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Anywhere that you download your podcasts, you can find the Sisters Connect podcast. And I hope that you listen and you can shoot me an email or leave me a message or share it with someone that you think needs some good old-fashioned inspiration from some other sister friends
0: amen amen last words of advice the
1: last words of advice are i don't want to sound cliche follow your heart if you're in a position where you are very unhappy you are in a job that makes you unhappy put a game plan in action Hmm. don't just sit there don't sit and stew in that situation put a plan in action Put money over to the side and find something that makes you happy in the meantime. So something that makes your heart feel really good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And then start moving toward the direction that you want to be in. Start talking to the people who are in the industry or the space that you want to be in and open yourself up for that. Because when you start to do that, the universe opens up to all of those things that you want. Yes. But you have to put that in place first. So don't sit in the position that you're in just being unhappy, being unfulfilled, unsatisfied, angry, or whatever that feeling is that you're feeling. You have to feel the feeling for the second, and then you (laughs) have to make a decision for yourself. How do I move from here to where I really wanna be?
0: Oh, my goodness. That was fantastic. And thank you, Kimmy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank
1: you for having me. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Yay!
0: (laughs) I get so geeked up when I hear an inspiring story. If you are one of the many, 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 many people out there who's working a job you hate, or following a career that no longer burns for you, begin to see what it is that you actually want to do. Write it down, wherever you want to write it down. Write it on paper, write it on your phone, your computer, your tablet. Whatever works, write it down. Begin to see yourself having it, achieving it, creating it. Willpower, trust, faith. Don't tell yourself you can't. Don't allow anyone else to tell you you can't. Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more information about my guest, just look at the show notes. All of the links are there. And remember to roll with peace in mind.